I'm Amber Blair, and we're here with Dermcast TV today. I'm speaking with Dr. Jocelyn Kirby, Associate Professor at Penn State University, and Dr. Jeanette Okoye, a Professor of Dermatology and Chair of the Department of Dermatology at Howard University School of Medicine. Thank you for coming in today and talking with us. A Thank pleasure. you. So we're talking about something that I know is very near and dear to both of your hearts, Hidradenitis superativa, or HS. I'd like to start by just getting an understanding of your approach to the new patient that walks in with HS. I think one of the best things I can do is just let them tell their story. So I think my general approach to everything is listen and then look and plan together. So uh, hearing something about their journey, what treatments they've had, what they've figured out on their own and their sense of what potential next steps are is usually pretty helpful to me and makes the rest of my visit a bit more efficient because I already have a sense of what their interests are. And one of the things that I think a lot of our patients say is my infection. And that I think is a really important thing for all of us to work to replace in our vocabulary, patients' vocabulary, other providers' vocabularies, is this is not infection. The, that I word needs to be replaced with a different one, inflammation. This is an inflammatory disease. And I think a lot of people come in worried their immune system is underactive. I wonder if you hear that. Yeah. And I tend to tell them, your immune system is overactive. It's up here. We need yeah. to bring it back down here. Agreed. And the other thing I always think about with HS patients is I ask them to tell me their goals of therapy. So it really isn't the same for everyone. Some people have a lot of drainage and they need help with managing that so they're not soiling their clothing or managing odor. For some people it's pain. Uh, for some people it's just that therapeutic relationship and talking to someone about what they're struggling with that no one else has ever even seen. So I think that's really important. What are the patient's goals? And then the other thing I think is important is for the patient to define severity. We can use our Hurley stage classification, uh, which you know uses the presence or absence of sinus tracts and the amount of body surface area involved. But really, it can look like MyLHS to us, but it's so impactful for the patient, whether psychosocially or because of pain, for example. Um, I think they should define what severe disease is, not, not us. That's a very excellent point. And to your point as well on infection, these patients have been told over and over and over again that you have an infection. So changing that mindset is very important, I agree. I think it's so rewarding, I think, seeing these patients because there is so much counseling and undoing and almost a building up because they have been told I think, unfortunately, multiple times that this is a disease that because people are um, sort of misperceiving this to be an infection, that it must be undoable in some way. And so if they just lost weight or if they just cleaned better, that this would go away. And that's so hurtful. So I think sometimes helping people understand this was you know, not something you brought on yourself. It's not going to be undone with the right soap or losing 10 pounds. And uh, those are things I never bring up in the first visit unless they ask about it. Um, we can't help people lose weight if that's a goal until we can control their pain and their inflammation. Absolutely. Tell me a bit about your treatment approach to the patients. So, you know, I used to think of HS treatment as a pyramid of sorts, you know, first line, second line, and I would march up uh, the, the, the pyramid till I got to like biologics and surgery. But, you know, we know now that like acne and pemphigoid and some of the other inflammatory disorders we see in dermatology, the sooner you shut the inflammation down, the more aggressive you are in the beginning, probably you'll have better outcomes. 
um, and HS, scarring is a major sequelae. And not just in terms of appearance, but also function, right? People get contractures. Um, and so if we can start early and hit it hard, that's, I think, more effective. I find that often patients are less adverse to wanting to start a biologic medication for HS than they are for psoriasis or even isotretinoin for acne. I, I feel like I don't have to talk patients into it as much. Do you feel the same on your end? I think it varies. I think I've been surprised sometimes because of that misinformation they've received for so long that this is an infection or they've been told their bodies aren't working, their immune system isn't working, that giving them the message that we need to use a medicine that then works on their immune system can be a little disconcerting and it takes them a little bit of time to maybe process that um, in their way. And so I agree with you. I think there's some people who are very enthusiastic and I think rightfully there are people who just need a little more time to come around to it. And I, I think that it's fantastic that there are so many clinical trials, new medications that are being tried for this very complex immune disease. I think every time we look at what causes HS, we find another thing, uh, another part of the immune system that is just overactive. So I, I think that it's fantastic to be able to, you know, look in your area, consider a clinical trial, because for many of these trials, being on a biologic before enrollment means a long delay before enrolling. I'm very optimistic about some of the drugs that are being studied right now. So I tend to talk to patients about clinical trials as a first or second line therapy, especially if they have early stage two or three. And I agree with Jeanette, using that staging when we're making decisions in clinic doesn't always make sense. But I think it does make sense when we're thinking about referring for clinical trials because that's sort of the criteria that they're looking at. Do you find that it's helpful to put that staging in your notes for insurance purposes? We, we were just talking about this. It's probably better to talk about the disease in terms of severity, mild, moderate, or severe, instead of early staging. I think it's also important when we think about our treatment approach, um, our medical and surgical options are one prong, but we have to approach uh, the psychosocial aspects of the disease with patients, depression, anxiety, job loss, divorce, like these patients are really struggling in other ways. And so I think it's really important to have resources to provide, um, whether it's referrals to you know, psychotherapy, psychiatrists, uh, financial counseling in the hospital, et cetera. Um, I think they need wound care recommendations. If we don't have that capability in our offices, we should send them somewhere where they can get suggestions for wound dressings that will absorb the drainage and help with odor and just help them live a little bit more of a normal life, um, as well as lifestyle modifications, which just like Dr. Kirby, I, I wait to develop a relationship before starting those conversations, but they're just as important, smoking cessation, weight loss, et cetera. Do you screen for comorbidities in addition to your uh, normal exam? I do. You know, the, the problem with that is what do you do with that information? So we check a blood pressure, a pulse. Um, sometimes I'll do a hemoglobin A1C and check patients' lipids. Um, but it's really important they have a primary care provider so that should anything abnormal pop up, you have someone to call or refer them to so it can be managed. Absolutely. Any other pearls you'd like to add regarding HS? I think that I 
want to try and encourage people and patients to know that while we're trying to manage HS over the long term, there's going to be bumps in the road, these acute flares that are come on suddenly and are painful. And I think it's so helpful for patients to know that they can call us and that we can make ourselves available to them because we can do shots of intralational catalog. We can do the punch de-roofing. Um, and so having multiple prongs uh, and setting our expectations, knowing that there's maintenance therapy and acute therapy, that there are medical therapies and surgical therapies that cover both of those. And so just having sort of that framework, and I think that Jeanette and I, um, the sessions here at the SDPA have been so fulfilling because I think it's such a, a huge opportunity to reach so many enthusiastic providers who are gonna make such a difference for these patients. It's great to see so much passion in our, our healthcare field and I feel like you're right, you know, that room is full of people that want to be there, are excited about being there, and really excited about learning. And I'm sure our viewers are very excited about it too. Thank you for spending some time with us today. Thank, Thank you for having us. With Dermcast TV, I'm Amber. Thanks for watching.